What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Stack Logically, the podcast. We've been gone for a minute. I did the intro this time. I kind of just took the shit over. <laughs> totally okay. <laughs> That's Donnell, and I'm Tara. Boom. Just and like that. Yeah. Donnell, why don't you tell everybody what we're going to be talking about today? So today, first and foremost, um, this will be episode three, um, and we're going to be talking about, we got a few topics today. Um, yeah. <clears throat> we want to talk about how mainstream media and media outlets across the internet, because that's typically where they are, uh, treat artists when they're going through things, um, in their personal lives just so that they can get mentions, follows, maybe even monetary gains, um, and how we feel about that. Um, we wanted to talk about rock. Where, where's rock music at? Everybody's paying attention to the lean rap. Everybody's paying attention to the SoundCloud rappers. They want to know who the king of R&B is. Everybody's super, super focused on EDM, and all those things are great. Um, but where's rock music been at? We haven't heard anything. I mean, it's out there. Just how did it, like, we just Where like is it's it, a little though? gone compared to the rest of the yeah. genres. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is it prevalent? Does anybody care about it anymore? Um it's a good question. Besides me. <laughs> <laughs> I think real music artists do, and we'll get into that when we get there, but yeah. um if you if you really I don't know. To, it. to uh so prime example, so first thing I thought of when you started talking about how the media treats artists when they're going through some shit. Um the first thing I thought of was Cardi B and Offset. So they're going through, right? Because, yeah. like, obviously, I mean, the world is the internet now, mm-hmm. right? So her and Offset were going through some shit, just like every other normal couple. And nobody really knows what happened, but she, I guess, was trying to distance herself. And I think he just was an idiot and uh, pulled, tried to pull some shit or did pull some shit. Who the fuck knows? Um, and... She uh, was just kind of like trying to do her own thing for a little bit, you know, and she even said, I wish I wasn't famous. Like in one of her one of her posts, like one of her videos, she said, I wish I wasn't famous. I hate this shit. Um, And just going on about how like everybody is up in her business and like people started talking about her daughter and all these people don't know her. So that kind of what resounded with me when you had brought this topic up initially. And the other thing that kind of resounded with me, stayed with me is like a while ago, I watched um, Five Foot Two, that Lady Gaga kind of documentary. And there's this one point in that documentary where she um, is kind of, she's kind of having a breakdown and she's being emotional. And she says that, She's around all of these people all day long and everybody's in her business all day long. But then at the end of the night when she's going to sleep, she's alone and she's really sick of it. And, you know, and that's true, you know. So while they choose to pursue this type of lifestyle, I really don't think anybody can. I think people are starting to grasp how lonely it is, you know, and I think that the media does a great job of ostracizing and kind of what sort I'm looking for for um ostracizing them but also like kind of making just putting everybody on a pedestal and making them so untouchable 
and mm-hmm. you know i don't know it's, it's my thoughts on that it's a fucked up situation um because all they're all they're after is it is there they're after the attention and they make it mm-hmm. to where i understand the power that comes with being a celebrity um mm-hmm. It does make you seem like you're almost inhuman um, just because mm-hmm. you're doing things that people on a normal everyday basis aren't doing. But these people, especially a lot of the people from, you know, said media outlets, I'm not going to name any of the specific ones because it's not necessary. Anybody listening, you know who we're talking about. Um, when you're following somebody, when they're getting off the air, the the, uh, the plane at the airport or My you're God. at their house at <laughs> six in the morning trying to ask them about a goddamn documentary that don't have nothing to do with them. You know, I'm not saying that happened. I'm just saying like these are two like separate instances like where things like this happen or, you know, when you're asking somebody maybe about something that's super, super personal um, with their life and it's not even in an interview like they didn't schedule to be interviewed or asked about or talked about that um it's just it's it's really crazy it's it's disrespectful um and i know like we want to hear the news from the people we want to know what's going on in their life we want to know what's going on but especially like for people like you know who are cardi b they out here they're the real ones they started from ground zero they really came up from the bottom and they did whatever they needed to do to get where they are now you know and now they're in the public eye and Everybody wants to know all their business, and it's just kind of trash the way they, the way they yeah. deal with it. I mean, yeah. these people are still human beings, just like we're human beings. So I think that the the media kind of just has they have a responsibility. They don't kind of they have a responsibility to be able to still treat these people like they're human beings. Like I fuck with the radio stations and the other outlets that set up interviews for these people to just come through and hey, let's sit and talk. I'm going to put you in an environment where you're cool, like you can have a drink. If you're a smoker, you can smoke. Like we have a set list of questions that like and topics that we're going to talk about and you know, it's going to be a real interview, but like for people pulling up or like making these like post like uh, the the spreading the news and even false news a lot too every day mm-hmm. all day on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, fucking Snapchat like it's just everywhere that shit's just fucking trash to me man like we just got to have more it, respect it for these becomes, people it becomes toxic across the board and also Hello. it's not just on media it's uh it's totally on us as well cuz facts there a lot of people you know kind of treat they cling to that shit yeah and it's like first of all i don't know there's a level of that in my opinion where you it almost like touches the pathetic zone like you know like don't act like that like when you see a a, if i ever like okay so i live on maui right if i ever ran into jim carrey or sizza like they both come here quest love They come here all the time, right? So part of me, like always in my head, I'm like, if you ever see them, you cannot geek out. (laughs) You know, like (laughs) you cannot have a quest love and Prince moment. Like (laughs) you have to like keep your cool because they are humans and they're probably here to escape their busy lives. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and they're just trying to, they're just trying to live and be normal and kind of escape like their reality and come to float in the middle of the ocean on some beautiful island and 
So I don't know. There's it just goes along with the level of respect, you know. It's just kind of like they, in my opinion and in my experience, it's so important for me to be respectful to those people because of the safety net and the and the com the comfort zone they provided for me for my whole life. Thanks. And so, you know, I think people get so caught up in all of these social media platforms that it's so easy to forget that. And I think that, I think there's this beautiful awakening happening around all of that stuff because more and more, I don't know if it's just what I'm exposing myself to, it very well could be, but more and more I'm starting to see things like um, Unfollow Friday by Mel Robbins. I just watched that the other day. And she's a public speaker. She's like a motivational speaker now. Um, she's on CNN for quite some time. And uh, she's talking about toxic feed in your Instagram and you're on your Facebook, your Twitter, whatever. If somebody's, if you don't feel good when you're like a lot of, a lot of the times when we start following these people, it's for inspirational and motivational purposes. Yeah. And then after a certain point, like it comes to a point where like you're, you maybe like stretched your imagination and your your plate too big mm -hmm. and it's it becomes unrealistic so everything that they're doing and, and perceiving to you from their world whether it's real or not becomes like overwhelming and like it makes you feel inadequate and mm -hmm. not good enough and it's overwhelming and so like if you if there's anything in your feed um and on any platform that doesn't make you feel good then like mute it or unfollow it and just get it out of your feed because because you know, you said something to, to the effect of like taking a break yeah. before with your, with your Instagram. We talked yeah. about that on episode one, I think, Yeah. Um, of just taking a break. And that's, I found myself needing to do that too. And I'm like, hold up, hold up. Cause this is a big part of my life and a big part of my business. And it very well can be that it's just us creating boundaries. Like that's the big thing here is uh, the media having the responsibility of creating those boundaries mm -hmm. for and with all of these, you know, famous people and yeah. people that provide entertainment to us in our world, art, music, books, whatever, TV shows, whatever. And so, you know, I think there's such a blurred line with all that anymore. And it's just a fucking free for all. Yeah. And so it's just starting to get real messy. So that's why I feel like everybody's like, okay, like <laughs> we need to chill. And like, I just feel like there's this big like awakening happening with all that. And it's really starting True. to become more about the music. And I think this is something that came out of that. It's like, I'm, I, I don't want to do the, just the Instagram or like, I, I want more, like I want to do more for people. I want to create a safe space for people to talk about what they love. Music is like a huge thing for people, no matter what kind of music it is, you know? Yeah. So I feel like this is a direct result of that. Yeah. I agree with that. And well, and you're right. Also, this there is a big shift happening. Just I don't want to like try to take it to like all the spiritual realm stuff, but there's a, there's a shift happening in consciousness, whether you acknowledge it or not. Totally. A lot mm -hmm. of people I've I've heard three or four people this week tell me, "Man, I need to take a break from social media. I need to take a break. I need to take a break. It is very toxic, and it's I feel like it's consuming. just uh, yeah, super consuming. Um, yeah. and we're the ones consuming it. I feel like. The responsibility is just yeah. as much, if not more, ours to keep yeah. to keep the outlets, you know, At first bay. of all, honest, yeah, yeah. and respectful. Yeah. Like, hey, mm -hmm. this is some real shit going on, you know. Yeah, you know, Offset might have cheated on on Cardi. How many how many dudes around the world are cheating on their women? 
How many women around the world are cheating on their men's? Like exactly. this shit happens all day, every day. Why? Um, it, why is their situation, you know, emphasized? Thank you. Because they're famous. You know. That's it. How many people do that? Like honestly, you're right. It's just <laughs> emphasized because they're famous. And then, like, also, side note, fuck Offset for <laughs> coming on stage and bringing out all those oh, goddamn yeah. flowers. Like, come yeah. on, man. That I would have been pissed. I would have been so pissed. <laughs> She and I understand. He was like, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I get it, but you're reaching. You are that was reaching. Reach. It is. That was a reach. Oh god, Yo, that was like all the reaching. The biggest shows, like, <laughs> did you do that? <laughs> oh my god, I was like, no, no. What are you doing? <laughs> and she didn't even decide yet if she wanted to be with him from there too. Like, I know. I know. Girl, I get it. I get it. I want to be but pissed too. That's that's. But that's the kind of shit. But like. How are we supposed to be able to like establish uh, any kind of line and make it less blurred when things like like when they're doing shit like that too though? Mm-hmm. So what do, what do we do? Because the artists put a lot of shit online too. They 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 put they a do, lot of yeah. their personal I mean, Cardi, business out there. Right? Oh oh, Cardi is all over that all over that yeah. on her Instagram. Yeah. yeah, actually, that's that's where that whole shit came from too. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't want to only use Cardi and Offset as yeah, as the example, that. but they're a damn mm-hmm. good example still though. Even though they're the mm-hmm. ones who put themselves on blast, or Cardi is the one who put them on blast, and well, Offset did too because he put himself in that position. But you know, they they're still not the only ones going through that. Um, and I'm sure we could think of better examples if we took more time. But I th- I just yeah, think I we think as the the consumers we have to be. It's just like, hey, if we feel disappointed about uh, a service that we're getting from a store, we're mm. going to go back to that store and get a refund or we're going to stop fucking going to that store. And it got, mm-hmm. we got to treat the same. We got to treat these these outlets the same way. Like, hey, these people are people, too. So that's just how I feel about that personally. Um, it's just an interesting situation all in all with that. Um, I don't want to see people. That actually made me kind of stop wanting to be a celebrity because totally. how impersonal everybody is. And I'm too real. Like, I'll snap back at you. Like, don't. Yeah. Don't, I don't care how bad you yeah. make it seem, how bad it, you might think it looks. It's like I, I was in um, Target a couple weeks ago. There's not a lot of stores to go to out here. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was in Target and I was just like, I was just walking around. I just kind of wanted to do something like just be active and. I didn't, um, it was kind of late at night. So everything kind of was shut, shutting down or already shut down and target is open till 10 at night. So I was just walking around and, and I was like, man, I wonder, cause I, you know, I'm always trying to think of things to discuss and talk about. And I was just kind of, uh, adding to what we're talking about now in my head. And I was like, man, I couldn't imagine being able to not be able to do this, mm. like to not just walk around target aimlessly and like, maybe not even buy anything or just like have nobody hassle me or cause Beyonce went into a target, <clears throat> you know, when you're on Instagram and you hit the search, like the little magnifying glass and it brings you to like a whole different feed. It's like, it's like random stuff, not your feed. Yeah. Um, there's pictures of Beyonce. Like somebody had their phone and she's walking down an, a, a, an aisle in target and somebody's got their phone like down by their knee. And like, <laughs> snapping pictures of her and i'm like she's trying to get a toy for a birthday party or some shit that she has to go to for her kids you know what i mean like leave 
her alone. Like, that's what you do the same thing. Like, just let it yeah. be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why can't you just say, wow, um, hey, I just want to say thank you. It's so nice to meet you. I, you know, like, just have like a real conversation. Everybody's so focused on like trying to get a mm-hmm. picture. Or, like, you know, just, I don't know. It, it just yeah, kind of is. Yeah, it's inhuman to me. And it's, it kind of just, I don't know. It just perpetuates that issue. Well, and Michael Jackson had to set up a whole damn. He said he had never been shot because we all know Michael Jackson was a celebrity from the time that he was like five years yeah. old. So he yeah. said he had never been to a regular store, like just in a normal circumstance where he was at the store. Like he had a set up yeah, a store like circumstance with his friends that would, that wouldn't mess with him so he could feel what it was like to be at the store like a normal person. They had to shut weird. the store down. So weird. Yeah, like, and he had his friends going through, like, pretending to buy stuff and, like, fake shopping so that he could feel what it was like to be at the store normally. That's so sad, man. That is sad. (laughs) Or, like, YG, I was watching a video of my little brothers yesterday while we were hanging out, and um, YG, first of all, a real one, um, he was going through a mall, and I guess some kid was, like, snapping pictures of him. I don't completely agree with YG's reaction, but I understood why he reacted the way he did. But the kid was taking the sneak, the sneak picture, uh, sneak pictures of him. Like, just ask. So YG pulled his phone out. Like, what's up? Like, bitch. Like, you punk. Like, don't be trying to take. I'm not saying that his reaction was good. He he was like threatening him and shit. But still though, like, uh-huh. if somebody was sneak taking pictures of me though, and that's what I'm saying. Like, YG's a real one. Like, just he's really from the hood. Like, he's one of them real niggas. Like everybody proclaims. Like, don't like you should have known better. Especially if you knew that was YG. Like, come on. Like, you just gotta approach that situation better. You gotta you right. have to know who you're dealing with. Right. It's, do you know something that actually did happen to me? I was in Colorado Springs with one of my best friends and, um, he is just, he's flamboyant. That's who he is. He lights up a room. Denzer, you've met him before. He lights up a room. Everybody wants to do life with him. He's just charismatic and he is just brilliant and beautiful. And he's always got a look on always. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so. Sometimes that look is a little bit more extra than others. And it just so happened to be extra this night. We both look extra. Um, and so we both were doing too much. And But it was fun. And, like, we went to Colorado Springs. We went to this, like, dive bar or whatever. And um, the dive bar. So we went and there we were dancing. And because we were like, we're here. We might as well have fun. You know, we're dancing. And this dude and this these two chicks were across the room from us which was not very big and they got their phone out and they're recording us on their phone without asking us because of how like we're dancing which is nothing like crazy it's just denzer was having a good time so whether they were recording us because they thought that we were great or they wanted to share with their friends like look how much fun these people are having like this never happens down here or they were doing it for malicious reasons you still have to ask i would never do that to somebody famous or not you know and so like his reaction was not nice like he went over there and he was like what what's what is that am i doing that to you you know and they were like oh oh sorry sorry you know and he was like no you can't do that to people you cannot do that you know like that's rude and it's a, a violation of privacy like you know that's that's what the hell you know yeah. <laughs> and so um that was i was like all right let's that just like ruined everything so let's just go home you know like let's let's leave and i just i can't imagine that happening to me every time i like went out for coffee or like what i just did I just went and sat at a coffee shop and just wrote some some shit down for an hour? You know what I mean? Yeah. Just to get out of the house. Like that's that's so lonely, you know, like to be to have to live like that. So 
super lonely. I don't know. And exploitive. Yeah. Another another good. Uh, I kind of feel is a good segue into The Rock because we know how much The Rock stars have had to deal with that. Mm. <laughs> Especially mm-hmm. like in the times when like Rock was really in its heyday. But mm. luckily, like they didn't have. Can you imagine how much these rock stars would have gotten in trouble or in anything if, oh. uh, if if there was like this much access to social media and that in like the sixties, seventies, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that might yeah. be crazy. While we're, yeah, while we're talking about where rock went, <laughs> like, <laughs> let's talk about where it started, really, or when it started to intense. get big. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, no, no. Um, that'd be funny so i think it's still there it's always been there it's like that reliable friend that's always down that got you to where you're going and you wouldn't be where you are if you didn't have them Mm -hmm. that's what i think rock music is like that's how i view rock music but that because you don't see for a few months at a time yeah but then (laughs) when you do visit them (laughs) You don't skip a beat, yeah. no pun intended, and, <laughs> <laughs> and you just pick back up where you left off, right? So I think that strictly because we had rock music, we have all this other stuff to talk about and listen to. So, and I just started kind of listening to Led Zeppelin pretty heavy in the last couple of weeks. And I was listening to them when you brought that topic up. And I wanted to like talk about it straight away, but then I was like, no, I'm going to save it. So we can talk about it, mm-hmm. you know, free form on the on the show. And I just remember so I have I have probably six, five or six Led Zeppelin vinyls that were my dad's. Nice. So I grew up listening to that stuff. And then, you know, I still listen to it now, obviously on uh title. Um, but I don't know, man. I just, every time I listen to those albums, I hear something new in them and they become greater after all this time of existing and being around. There's something so powerful about that music that was written before anybody really knew what they were like really doing. It's just something that they did because it's just something they created. And then all of these like little, you know, all these not little huge things happen because of it. And so it's just, I don't know, it's so relevant and it always will be because it just gave birth to so many different genres of music. And so it's just kind of one of, it's like the blues, you know, you got to pay homage to it at all times and just be grateful for it existing because otherwise we wouldn't have what we have today. And, you know, we wouldn't have Led Zeppelin if we didn't have blues before that. You know what I mean? That's where all of that is, is extracted from, you know, and influenced by, so. We wouldn't have a lot of music if we didn't have blues, too, for the record. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And before, you know, I've noticed that, to, so, again, the universe kind of coming through. You taught, you bring this subject up to me, and I, my, um, this dude used to live in this house before me. I don't know who he is, but he still gets a Rolling Stone delivered here, and I just keep it because I read it, and. I'll put it back as return to sender when I'm done reading it. Um, which I'm not yet, which I will tonight when we're off this podcast. <laughs> um, and so there's a 2018 like records of the year and like artists of the year or whatever. You know how they, every magazine does like, you know, 
uh, a summary of the whole year, you know, entertainment wise. Um, And there's a lot of like reissues too. And there's been a lot of remakes of movies, which is kind of, I just feel like something is brewing because I don't know from who, but we're like redoing shit. You know what I mean? We're remaking movies and we're re releasing albums that have been released like three and four times before. You know what I mean? Like, can we please stop releasing, re-releasing Beatles albums? Like, please. <laughs> you know, like, mad respect. Again, they're they're super important in the world and for music. But, like, how many well, times? Remastered so much. Exactly. Like, please. Same thing with Led Zeppelin. They just keep remastering and re-releasing. Pearl Jam, they keep remastering and re-releasing. Like, why? I just don't understand. I don't know why. Like, if there's a specific reason why that happens. But, like. Let's uh, get creative and start with some new shit, you know? Fair. I think that kind of signifies, though, like what we're what what it is we're talking about with this topic, though, too. Like, because we're we're out of that age. Like, we're just it's like kind of the same thing with the 90s R&B. Like, we're never going to have 90s R&B back. We're never going to have 60 through 80s rock back. Like, so we'll have different variations of it. But, you yeah. know, it's not you know, nobody is doing something better than that. You know, facts. So do they have a choice? Like they, it, it, I would almost think that they almost need to remaster that stuff. But at the same time, I'm not hearing any remastered, you know, renditions of any of this '90s R&B music coming out, except for people doing like samples, which, yeah, especially in like the hip hop community and the now, like the nowadays R&B community, like that's gonna hundred percent happen. But I don't know how often that's happening, like. You know, like in the rock community, like how much is disturbed sampling fucking Led Zeppelin? Like, <laughs> I don't think if if they're sampling anything, like they're probably making all original music all the time. You know, um, did you ever listen to "Since I've Been Loving You" the Roots cover of that with Bilal? Since I've been loving you, yeah, I gotta remember what that song is, but Bilal did. A cover from the roots with the roots of or that with song the roots. yes since I've um you. so like that's a like you know the roots mm-hmm. obviously so for them to cover that song and use Bilal to do it oh my god that shit was so sexy and kind <laughs> of it's, it's its own animal too because it yes it was since i've been loving you which is like that's one of my most favorite songs ever actually who's that and led zeppelin okay okay listen to it when we get off the podcast but um <laughs> yeah that's that, that and it's that in its case in is its own you know case in point because uh without i don't know that was just some uh joan actually sent me there's a video a youtube video they said he had to like dig real deep for <clears throat> to find that because it's pretty old that's funny because that's what i've been that's what i'm looking for right now (laughs) he's been listening to that version and not knowing that there was a led zeppelin version of it so like i was like hey did you ever listen to this song and he was like oh i've been listening to that song i didn't know it was this song you know so like (laughs) you know like i don't know it's merging yeah that's exactly what it is yes yeah i think that's kind of that's kind of what happened like because it's so hard to distinguish between like 
genres these days, it's almost not a genre unless you're like specifically doing like country or unless you're specifically doing like hardcore or lo-fi rap. Yeah, like, or like you're specifically doing like hardcore, like rock, like, because everything is so integrated within each other now because all these producers are making the sounds that you can use in pop. You can use in rap. You can use in R and B, or the alternative rock groups can use it. Like I think it's really hard to distinguish between the genres these days. I think that's really what we should have tackled is is that because how how can you tell what is what these days? Um, when you have like old school like our Lincoln Park teaming up and you know doing songs with like, yeah, <laughs> like full fucking projects with Jay Z and you know yeah. songs with um like because I heard some Lincoln Park shit recently. It was like a year or two ago. It sounds straight pop, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but that was not old. Like, and I understand that Lincoln Park isn't like the best representation for like for for any kind of rock. I'm just saying like that's that's the rock that well, I, I think do. That's- I think that's a great example, actually, because of they're kind of, you know, you listen to their first album. And I remember when that came out, when when that album came out and like how, you know, it was just different, you know. Super so like that in itself, like they mixed rock and there was all sorts of different genres within their genre gotcha. and they were their own genre. So like that's gotcha. a perfect example, actually, yeah. because, you know, they were that's a brilliant example actually so but they also like you know they morphed and transformed over their albums over you know as, mm-hmm. yeah so and but they still stayed their own like they were still type of music party, no matter what yeah. yeah yeah they had their own sound you know mm-hmm. rest in peace yeah. to chester yeah i still don't understand that man i don't that's critical thinking for me i don't think that yeah there was a suicide situation there. Yeah. <laughs> me, me personally. <laughs> There's probably other hella other people with me, but I just don't I don't think that that's what that next was. Time. Yeah, yeah, for sure next time. But like Kirk Hope, like come on. Like facts. Kirk was so powerful, but what isn't he in the he started the twenty seven club though, right? No. No? Uh no, J- Jim Morrison, Janice Joplin. Touché. So many. Yeah, way before that. He just joined it heard yeah yeah that's a that's a deep one to get into <laughs> that's some real conspiracy <laughs> shit right there yeah <laughs> but yeah you guys should um hit us up on the social medias when you hear this and when we get them activated and let us know what 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 you think about where it's at because i just was thinking about that like i just i don't know any can you name any like <clears throat> name Three groups right now, just three rock groups that have number one hit songs on the radio. Can you? Right now? Yeah. No, I cannot. Because I, you know, it's bad. I don't really listen to the radio. That's not bad. Also, it's just, it's different out here. It's, you don't get that kind of music out here. It's just different. There's like. That's not the um, demograph either. You're right isn't they love 90s and 2000s r&b and they love bruno mars like that's pretty much all we hear (laughs) (laughs) so um it's either like the hawaiian reggae channel um or which is like easy going and nice to listen to or it's like all old 90s and 80s and 90s and 2000s like r&b 
So there's really no actual like rock stations out here. And like NPR, which my brother listens to all the time. <laughs> NPR is popular. <laughs> it's NPR, but um, yeah, there's no like rock. That's, that's bad. I can't answer your question. What about you? Definitely. Well, I also don't listen to the radio as it is, but with my walk of life, obviously, because I'm a young black man out here. Like, for, uh, unfortunately, like I didn't start listening off or start off listening to like rock. Like I had to venture that, and I had to venture into that myself. So I I wouldn't have known like many right off the bat as it was. Actually, I think the person that like really really introduced. I, I did see Linkin Park organically, like, on MTV back when MTV still played music, like, in the mornings and, like, late at night. Um, mm-hmm. Like, two of my brothers and I came across Linkin Park organically that way, and that okay. shit blew our minds. Like, we did not know. It was the Numb video, um, and we did yes. not know what we were watching. That shit was crazy. Um, mm-hmm. But other than that, I feel like a lot of other rock groups from there that I was introduced to, like, my big, my big brother showed me. He put me on. But, um... It, I don't see it on social media anywhere. Nobody talks about it. Nobody mm-hmm. plays. Like, when I'm at work, everybody's either playing, like, the new school rap music or they're playing, like, EDM or, like, Whatever's one of my manager's music. playing fucking Disney music. <laughs> like, that's bad. Yeah. Like, I, and that's what made me think about the topic in the first But Like, where is it at? Because yeah. it's, it's madly popular, and I know it's out there, but it's not where I'm at, and it's really not yeah. where you're at. So... What's not like, too what's often. going on with it? Yeah. Yeah. It used to just all consuming for me, you know, with mm-hmm. um incubus, Led Zepp. Like I can't even if I just sat here and named every influential piece of music that was in my life so frequently as I was growing up, it's huge and it is mainly rock. Yeah. So like there's like R and B and there's pop and there's, you know, all that, but the biggest piece is definitely rock. Like that's where I came from. Um mm-hmm. and so or some some variation of it, but yeah, that's bad. I can't. I don't listen to the radio, you guys. Well, no, don't say that. Don't put that stigma on yourself. But it just makes me even more curious, especially because like Disturbed was out here last week. Disturbed was in Colorado mm-hmm. last week, and it cool. looked like that show was. I don't know what venue they were at, but it definitely looked like that. That show was sold out. It was packed. Um, that's pretty cool. But I didn't even know they were gonna be here. And I don't assume that I would have known that they were going to be here because I wasn't checking yeah, for it. But not, yeah, like, on your periphery. I just figured like I would have heard from it more, like especially I live in Aurora, mm-hmm. Colorado. So like I just figured like I would have heard that. But no. yeah, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> the last the last rock show I went to or like that type of music was Coed and Cambria at the Fillmore or really? at the uh, Ogden, Ogden on Colfax. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, the Ogden. It was Ogden. Um, and that wasn't even like I guess because we're in Colorado, and they're like you know getting to be like an older band now. So like all the people that started when they came out, I was like young, mm-hmm. or and um, <laughs> or. <laughs> when they started to get big, you know, yeah. and like Tom Coed and Cambria from Shibuti, and like they, I've been watching them that entire time, but following them that whole time and seeing them like the eight or nine times that I've seen them and going from having their shows being 
completely so packed that no matter where you are, when you leave your whole entire body is soaking wet because of being that close to so many people for a couple hours at a time, um, to that not being the case at all. And I wasn't like the, like very front. (laughs) It's just like, there's like a little tiny section of like, you know, people that are my age that appreciate the older stuff when they played it, you know, and then everybody else, you know, so all spread out and shit talking Mm -hmm. not even really watching the show just like socializing and like you know it's it's just very different even even from the things that i know and you know my my like core you know growing up it's it's still it's like it's there it's always going to be there it's just you're right it's just not as relevant as as uh all the other stuff we have got going on right now you know it's kind of sad because there's some good ass rock music out there and that's coming from somebody who's predominantly, um, who's predominantly a hip hop fan. Like I, I don't think that I've heard any rock in my life that like I really could fuck with. Like, mm. like all of it that I've come across. Like, and I, I'm not just saying that to say that either. Like, all the rock that I've come across in my life, I'm like, damn, like this shit is, shit is banging. Like they're talking about yeah. the same things we're talking about in hip hop. It's just mm-hmm. they're they're, they're expressing it different. That's all it is. Like. Every like, all of it's been good, but it's also like they've been these bands that, Coheed and Cambria, they've been Disturbed, they've been, uh, uh, they've been um, Lincoln Park, they've been um, yeah. um, System of a Down, you know, super 30, popular, 70. yeah, yeah, like super popular groups. So I guess the music was bound to be good, but what is I mean? But what does that mean though? So it that's why it shook me that it just doesn't seem to be as popular as it was back then. Yeah. It's crazy. I want to know what the people think about this for real, because maybe we just tripping. <laughs> I mean, it's just like not in front of us, you know? Yeah. And you know, it's like, I feel like when you go on a search and you are looking for a specific thing, like you'll find it, whether it's positive or negative, you know, it's just like what you put yourself in front of mm-hmm. and how you put yourself out there. So yeah, true. <clears throat> Very maybe true. Maybe it wrong <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's yeah, possible you know i think that but then again i read this article these two articles in rolling stone and you know it's like maybe i'm not maybe it's just like nothing nothing new it's just always some stuff that i go back to mm. my friend matt and i we he's constantly like giving me bands that are they're new to him and to me and he's always he shares stuff like you and i do a lot mm-hmm. Um, with me and and uh i me with him and and uh they're pretty new but you know some of it's great and some but some most of it sounds like a derivative of you know like what's the name of the band greta von fleet say that again they're like the greta greta von fleet they are like the new Led Zeppelin. Like if oh, you, really? I'm going to have, you, yeah, I'll send you a couple Led Zeppelin songs and then I'll send you a couple of Greta, Greta Von Fleet, whatever. If I'm saying the name, I apologize if I'm saying it wrong, but um, they're, they're amazing. They're just a newer version of Led Zeppelin, but they're amazing mm-hmm. and they know what they're doing and um, they're starting to become very relevant. Um, They were just on Saturday Night Live a couple weeks, a couple Saturdays ago. Nice. Um, Yeah. So. I don't know. I think uh, maybe we're just doing it wrong, but who knows? I feel like a hundred percent of it definitely is what you what you out there checking for. 
because mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't gone to check naturally I haven't gone to check but I haven't gone to check uh, even after asking the question or thinking it to myself but I do think it's because what are the hardcore rock fans who listen to those groups all day like they're not coming to check like who the most popular rap artist is they might be but I don't I just don't think that they are though like and not to say no. like it's a negative <laughs> thing like that's just not you know what I'm saying like that's just not what you're mm-hmm. looking for um yeah. but yeah that's interesting how that works Speaking of something that's off either of those topics, because I never responded to you about this, that new Toro Imoy though. Mm, let's talk about it. Shout out <laughs> my boy Toro Imoy. Shout out <laughs> to you for like making that a thing in my life in the first place. Fair enough. Fair Thank enough. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I- I'm trying to figure I out. Make- who- I feel like somebody put me on. I just don't remember. Shout out to whoever they are. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I, so I've been listening to the old stuff, right? This whole time, just getting to know it. Mm-hmm. And then on title, I'm always in offline mode. Cause like, I don't need, like just lately I'm like, there's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of really good stuff going on. And so I just, I'm always on offline mode cause I don't have time to have that other bullshit just like mm-hmm. in my, you know, mood and my space. So I'll go on like usually every Thursday or Friday just to see if there's new stuff. And that's what I did on Friday. I was like, oh, no way. Please be good. Please be good. Please be good. And like, (laughs) 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 and it's so like, it's definitely not as dark as his last stuff. And it's, it's like really kind of upbeat and like super upbeat, bubbly. Mm -hmm. Him. I think, I think the world like really needed that right now though. So I felt like that was him trying to integrate into like, kind of this new sound of music that's been coming out lately. And he tried to use all of it as much as he could. He did. And he had some, you know, um, Abra on there, Wet on there. Like, yeah. he had some really cool artists that Yo, he... That Abra um, song is my favorite song on the project. Same. Same. Hands yeah. down. Hands down. And for those of you um, listening, we're talking about Tori Moy's new album, Outer Peace. It's just the whole thing is just... I don't know. I just I really dug it. I liked it. I mean, I it loved... I don't. I didn't. I'm. I'm not sure how I feel about it yet. Compared to, um, what's the other one? Um, compared to the last album, that I unfortunately can't. I'm looking up the name of it. Oh, uh, Boo Boo. <laughs> Just saying that out loud was funny. Um, like that's the first time I really said that album title out loud. Um, I like. I like I like that album a lot just because he was really in his R and B vibe and he's he was like he's trying to get you in the bed like that's, that's yeah. simple and plain like he just wants to lay you down and yeah. like I play that shit at work sometime like and everybody be grooving to it like all the ladies be like what is this we're listening to yeah. like, like his super ambient beats and shit and I'm like this Tori Moy am yeah. I what you mean <laughs> but this 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 album though like. I was a little, I was just, I did, first of all, I didn't know it was coming out. So shout out to you for letting me know. Cause I probably, I probably wouldn't have checked. Like I just thought like I would have seen it somewhere, but I didn't even know it was out. So then when I went to listen to it, I was just shook. I got the chance to listen to it like two and a half times before we talked about it today. And yeah, it's really, really good. I like, he's trying to find a new sound too. And I like that he's doing that because he didn't screw it up trying to find it. Like a lot of people can mess up a whole project trying to find a new sound and I don't think he did that. He kept it short and sweet. He didn't try to be completely unnecessary on all the songs. I think the project altogether was like 31 minutes long. It's exactly 31 minutes long. So that's Amazing. that's good. We're in like in a in a world where I was gonna send you another album. Uh, the Dream put out a new album. 
Um, oh. But it's a three-part album, and each part has at least 11 songs on it. So that's like yeah. already almost two hours. Exactly. Yeah. But the shit was great, though. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm still going to send you one of the songs, but I just... Like, in in a world where everybody's putting out all these long-ass projects, you know, a 31-minute project with 10 songs on it is fucking great. It's, uh, what's the word? It, like, it's intentional, and it's just like, yep. I just, I really dig that, you know? Yeah, you know exactly what you're coming here to do. Yeah, and here it is, and enjoy. Yep. If you do enjoy it, about... if you don't, great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if we talk about people doing things and having it be like, like, how did you phrase it before? Trying to find their sound, but like not really doing a good job when they put an album out. We, we can talk about that. Who do you want to preface? Uh, Ariana Grande. Oh man, that bitch! First of all, flack. yeah. So she, I think, I mean, she's got an amazing voice. Nobody can deny that. She's very talented, and I think right now she's trying to find her sound, right? And so she's she does a lot of. Let our timer. <laughs> yep. She, she does a lot she of what? Talk about uh, this is a good thing to segue into for next episode. I think. Um, yeah, she's just kind of, she's, uh, putting an album out on the 8th, I believe, or the 10th or whatever. I don't know. And, uh, this last one that she had out, Sweetener, there's some like good tracks on it, you know? Yeah. And it's got You've potential. Been to put me on. Uh, I know. But most of it is just like, I'm glad she's trying to figure out her sound because whatever she's been doing that thank you next song everybody was like all hyped about it and that shit was so fucking lame yeah. so fucking lame and like Come i'm like man. what is that? you can't even like understand what she's saying half the times like, like so annoying you have yeah. to like play it really loud and rewind it a bunch of times to like enough to hear what she's trying to enunciate mm -hmm. you know and so it just she's just i don't know what it is about her that everybody is like so obsessed with and I think that she's doing a really great job of leveraging that to try and find her voice and to get people to notice her. Because she's cute as hell. Um, yeah. And she can sing on top of that, too. So I think, I think, she's, being... I think she's really smart, like, with what she's doing, yeah. for sure. Mm -hmm. Her it's team like, behind her is working. Yeah, for sure. It's mm -hmm. just, like, I can't wait for her to finally find her sound and to just, like, lay it down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I, I think, think that would be a great day. <laughs> it, it, I think I definitely think it would be. Um, before I say, I, first of all, I'm fucking with that Seven Rings song. That shit is tight. Um, I don't like it's the so, Thank You Next song. Somebody else already did that shit, and she but, just took the melody but, and put her own stupid fucking words in there. And that's just like that I saw was caught. Yeah, that, it's just she like, stole somebody's song. It's already been done. Like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Like, you're not doing it better either. Like, yeah. you know, it's just, it's just. Think, uh, to go with that, I think she just got a. I think she's still finding herself, you know. Yeah, totally. Uh, she's she's one of the people yeah. that she was a young star on Nickelodeon. She was on one of yeah. the TV shows, and you know you can easily get lost, you know, trying to transition from being that into being, you know, a huge pop star. And she's been a pop star for a while. Let's not get that twisted, 
but yeah. still trying to find your lane in Hollywood, especially making music. She has one, and she definitely found one, and she's been successful in it. But she's not, like, people aren't going to Ariana Grande as, like, you know, she's one of the top female R&B and or pop artists. And I'm not saying they should or shouldn't. I'm just saying they're not doing it. So, mm -hmm. and for the potential that she has, her voice, she could, I don't want to tie her to anybody, but since we do that as, as human nature, she could easily be like one of the, like, everybody always relates her to the next Mariah Carey because of how, how powerful her voice is and how talented she is. So, like, where in the fuck is that, like, that output at? Like, where is that? We need to see that because she's capable of it, but we don't, we don't ever see the return on it, like, I think I she's know. figuring it out. Can't wait for her to, because I feel like she could come up with some cool shit. Yeah. I think she is coming up with shit. And I'm going to listen to her stuff when it comes out again, because that that's we only fair. Yeah. Just get rid of your, you know, I really had to, uh, the whole reason I started like listening to her in the first place, that's like really not my cup of tea, like that type of music. And that's it's it. not very relatable. That's it. You know what I mean? Yep. But I did because of Mac Miller and I was just yeah. like she's like this new dude now and like that was a big premise on why she even put sweetener out you know what I mean and so it's like all right let me try and like understand this a little bit better from like her perspective because this yeah. is what the album's about you know so I don't know um, I feel like if she stopped trying to be in like relationships and if you know she just focused strictly on doing the music um she could be this this greatness that everybody knows she is. I'm not saying that relationships are bad. I just know that they're distracting. Um, but out of those relationships comes beautiful shit uh, comes. like muse sometimes. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like creativity and and uh, you know, just like a lot of your like art art can come out of things like that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's you know you can find a creative space within each relationship i feel yeah I'm part of it you know what i mean like true 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 so maybe that's her muse and maybe that's just how she does things yeah it might and be. you know what just can i just say sometimes like men and women are kind of like that it's not just women like Facts. some people just like to be in relationships and Facts. that's like totally okay you know what i mean Facts. And so, like, some people just like to be with other people mm -hmm. and not be by themselves. I think that's perfectly okay. Mm -hmm. I think there's a, obviously, with every relationship, there's a healthy and unhealthy way to be in them and to go about them. So, you know, with that being said, like, I think everybody should fucking lay off of her for that because she's her own person. If she's vibing with somebody, then why can't she be with them? You know what I mean? But also, with that being said, I feel like that's something that, like, in her circumstance, I have to I have to take into account the realistic part of it. And I want to be very careful because I don't want to be like what we spoke about at the beginning of the podcast. Um, I just feel mm. like <clears throat> if you don't, how much time could she have taken to get to know herself living the Hollywood life that she's lived? So if you don't yeah. know yourself and you're dating all these other people who are Hollywood people that probably don't know and or may lost yourself their selves, I don't know mm -hmm. what it's like to be in Hollywood. But I'm saying realistically though, as as just on a basic human form, like me as a normal everyday person dating somebody that when I didn't know myself or whatever, 
like and and I got distracted and I out. got lost. It didn't it just didn't work <laughs> out. And then we yeah. get back to talking about, you know, their 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 whole life being so public. Like there's really kinda almost no way and Ariana Grande is popular as fuck. When Mac when Mac Miller came to to Red Rocks um on Halloween in two thousand fifteen or sixteen, it was fifteen. In two thousand fifteen, he brought Ariana Grande out. I'll say this. He brought her out at the end of the show, and uh, they performed uh, the song. I think it's called "My Favorite Part." Um, oh it was, yeah, yeah, from the album uh, uh, "The Divine Feminine" that Mac did. And yeah. I was downstairs with one of my coworkers who was drunk as fuck. Shout out to her because if she ever hears it, she'll know what she what I'm talking about. And I was taking care of her, and I heard everybody scream, and then. I heard like some girl singing and I was like, the only person that that could be is Ariana Grande. And mm-hmm. even for as much of a struggle that it's been for you to put me on her, I was fucking mad that I missed that. And especially yeah. that I missed the performance of that song. Cause I wanted yeah. to see like, even, even like not following her the way that I, that I could be, I wanted to see her. Like it would have been wow. dope as fuck to see that happen. Like, especially not knowing she was there and Mac just brought her out. But, yeah. um, to go with the point anyways, I'm just saying, uh, I just feel like some of those things, even as much of a muse as it is, I just feel like that can be really distracting. I agree with you. But she could also make really great music from it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now that we didn't got so far into that. <laughs> new topic next time. <laughs> you know, we're back on this one. I don't know. Because <laughs> we're talking about the whole thing, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... I we, guess it's cool to wrap up. I think, I think so. Well, excuse me. In that case, right now it's, it's it's nap time time of the day. <laughs> but um, we just want to thank you guys for tuning in again. This has been stacked yeah, logically. Uh, would you say you were gonna say before? What I say I was gonna say. I don't know. You said it was. Uh, we always say like the funny shit, like before or after we do like a podcast. <laughs> I don't know. Record. I always always hit them with the always stick with love, peace, and positive yes. energy. Yes, please. No negative. No no negativity. Oh, I know what you mean. Hey, you... this is stacked logically, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah bitch. Yeah, bitch. Um... <laughs> All right, yeah. Let us know what you think. Thank you for your time. Thank you so much. We love you. Thank you for listening. Whoever you are, wherever you are. Boom. And let's make sure to oh, we're gonna we're gonna do our time. we're gonna do our best to be a little bit more consistent with this. It has been way too long since we recorded last time. So Yeah. Real life shit happens, but yeah. schedules are getting worked out though. So just make sure to tune so, in. Yeah. Thank you so much. And we'll see you guys. We later. out. <laughs>